real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey everybody, it's Meg. Wanted to give you a little insight on how this episode was going to go because it's very different than anything we've ever done before. We had a very special guest, Casey Falzone. She came on to do a tarot reading for us and it was really great. So in the first half, it's going to be a little bit of her doing the reading with some stuff cut out, obviously, for personal reasons. Then we take a break. And afterwards, we, we really get into it with Casey about how she does her reading and this whole thing is really a good way for you to know what to expect when you go for a tarot reading and maybe some questions you might want to prepare beforehand. Uh, and also, Casey happens to be a really great artist. So we're going to definitely plug her album that's coming out. So feel free to listen. And at the end of this episode, stick around because we're going to play one of her songs from the album. Super excited for you guys to hear this one. And without further ado, here's the episode. Okay, so... I mean, reading-wise, what I'm just doing now is I'm kind of just, like, cleansing the cards a bit, um, giving them a shuffle. I don't know who, who wants to go first. I'll go first. <laughs> okay, so, because I feel like maybe some of my, like, introduction to, like, how I do my readings might be useful. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Since we are not actually face-to-face, what I'm doing here is giving the cards a little bit of a shuffle and putting your energies into them. So really now if you want to take the time to kind of like think about like any topics that you hope to be brought up or kind of just like any questions that you've had um, just about your life in general, um, anything you're going through, anything you're struggling with that you're hoping to highlight or get some insight to, just kind of think about that now. So I like my readings to be pretty conversational. Um, I like to kind of teach you about the cards as I go along and just kind of give you like, I mean, not too much information, but enough to where it kind of gives you a more well-rounded explanation as to like what's going on here. Cause okay. I know that like with card readings, it can be, I mean, every, every card reader has their own kind of way of doing things. No reading with the same person will be alike. Right. So I take, so I, I'm an intuitive empath. So what that also means is I kind of have like two sides to what I do, or at least that's kind of how I like to break it down. So the one part is, is being intuitive and that's kind of just like, you know, pretty self-explainable. So the first part is just kind of being intuitive. I always knew that I had like some sort of like stronger intuition, um, but this allowed me to kind of like, just kind of feel what's going on. I kind of follow my intuition during the reading. Um, sometimes things just kind of like come out and I don't really know why or how, but they do. Ooh. And then the other part of it is being an empath. So my empathic side is pretty much just being able to connect with you and really kind of latch onto like what you're feeling and pretty much put that into words and then kind of get more details through the cards. As well. okay. And now the way that I do my spreads is I'll pull cards that go from your past, present, future. And then okay. I'll pull cards as we go along. The way that the cards are laid out is kind of like more in chronological order. Okay. But everything is within divine timing as, you know, as far as like time <laughs> <goes>. Okay. <laughs> and also what that means is pretty much like if we see something in the cards and I'll say, you know, in the future, X, Y, Z is going to happen. And you say, when? And I say, well, that depends on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You know, so like as much as the cards have to say, like you also have just as much responsibility to move your life forward in the way Make that, that you have to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what I'm seeing for you for for your present day, um, which I think makes a lot of sense, just, just kind of what I know of you, is that you're kind of like at a standstill when it comes to, to creativity in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like you're kind of having like a little bit of like not too much of a creative block, but kind of just feeling like pressured to mold in different ways right now that like is not necessarily what you want to do. Like, you know, your creative self and you know how you like to, how you like to express yourself creatively. 
whether that be through comedy or through writing, um, mm-hmm. really kind of like, or, or like more so performing. Um, but because of the times right now, it's a little bit obviously difficult to mm-hmm. kind of like attach to, to your normal way of expressing your creativities. And even though there are other outlets of how you can do so, it's not necessarily your favorite, but yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you almost feel like a little bit pressured in a way to like, yeah keep moving Mm -hmm. yeah which like can be a good thing and a bad thing like you know Mm -hmm. you never want to force creativity because I feel like it you know like it it pulls away from the why can't I find the word it's like not as authentic right it's like Mm -hmm. not as natural not as authentic Mm -hmm. and that's really what makes art art it's just becoming natural to you Mm -hmm. um but I do see that like as much as you have been having you know those kind of like internal struggles with um with finding ways to express yourself creatively you have really supportive people around you and you have Mm -hmm. really supportive people who are kind of like keeping you inspired and pushing you through these times Mm -hmm. and that's really great to have and if you're afraid of people maybe like judging you for like making the decisions that that you're about to like you are your biggest critic. Like you really don't have okay. anything to worry about in terms of people yeah. being like, you know, n- like not supportive in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, even friends who who seem like they're being quiet, they just kind of, you know, and I don't mean this in a mean way, like they're kind of just like not thinking about. Oh, that's okay. Like yeah. they're, they're not like thinking about. They're not judging you. or thinking right. about like, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like in the forefront of their mind where like, really it's mostly like you just, you don't have to worry about it. Okay basically back from kind of like things keeping you up at night mm-hmm. we have some swords here which is just like it's it's very like weighing very heavy on you mm-hmm. then we have then we have your sibling who's kind of just like <laughs> always gives it's it so to funny you. <laughs> yeah. it, like it, th- this is all this card you, you know the devil is it sounds bad it sounds yeah. yeah like super bad <laughs> and like chilling and whatnot but it's really just like symbolic of like of somebody who constantly gives into temptation and yes that's very yeah and somebody who's very like set in their ways and mm-hmm. is almost chained to like like bad habits like they're yeah break from from their bad habits and they kind of just like like attract toxic situations and yeah therefore kind of like you know unfortunately in your case drag you into them mm-hmm This is the creative block on you. Okay. So when we when we talk about wands, um, wands are significant of creativity, mm-hmm. you know, things that feed your passion, things that like you you just enjoy doing and things that fulfill you. And I had it the, the way that it was flipped was in reverse. So there it's like a blockage of, mm-hmm. of what's going on. But I do see at the same time we have the two of cups, which is people coming together. Good. Okay. Well, hopefully that. And then celebrating as well. Oh, good. Do you have any other questions? Is there anything else that that you were hoping? When you said that, I wasn't sure, like, what type of questions do people, can I ask, like, what people normally ask? Is it like, like, pretty much like, like, for example, like, if someone, you know, like, if, if, if I don't cover somebody's love life, they're, they're like, so like, you see anything in my life for me like you know what I mean just kind of like yeah like like areas of your okay of your life or if you had a question of like something that I said sure and kind of like need more like greater clarity on it well I'm I've knock on what I feel pretty confident about my love life uh yes. right now not to brag, oh yeah no I've like but, the, the, the cards that were pulled like at the beginning about like when I mentioned how like you and Dan live together, like you guys have a, you guys have a strong, solid foundation. Yeah. It's so like, um, what's the word? It's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's very comfy. It's very cozy. Mm-hmm. And comfy I mean, that's a good like, word. Yeah. Like, like the best way. Like, yeah. Yeah. You guys have a solid foundation. So I'm pretty much just going to start shuffling for you now. Nice. So I cleanse the cards. I, yeah, I, I had given the cards a good cleanse and now is your turn to kind of use this time to think about 
anything that you're hoping to highlight within this reading, if you have any questions, anything that you're hoping to get uh, to gain some insight on, feel free to channel that now for yourself. I'm just gonna give the cards a few more shuffles. And like I said, usually, you know, if we were face to face, I'd have you really get in there and shuffle the cards <laughs> any which way. And then I cut the cards into three piles and then we gather them. And here we go. Okay, so what I'm seeing for you so far is that recently I feel like you've gone through some kind of like did you have some kind of like celebration with your job or some kind of like promotion in some kind of way or so I applied for a new job and I'm waiting to go through that second round of interviews, but it's like at the company okay. I work for. So cool. yeah. Cool. So definitely like an opportunity for for growth, an opportunity for like a better financial kind of situation. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Cool. It, is it like a position that's going to like kind of allow you to have more leadership, more a little bit more freedoms yeah. with, within what you do? Okay, cool. Yeah. So like the position wasn't going to open till January and mm-hmm. then it opened sooner unexpectedly. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm seeing like, like newer opportunities for you and kind of just like something that gives you more freedoms in your job itself and also with, with your life. So I don't know if it's something that like maybe has like a little bit of a better work-life balance that like you might not know of yet, but it looks like it's going to be rewarding in more ways than one. Yeah, I do see right on top, I pulled the Queen of Pentacles and Queen of Pentacles is a bad bitch who, who gets her money and, uh, and we like her a lot. Also somebody who's very like focused when it comes to your career life and somebody who's very confident in their ways of working, which is really cool. You are not one to be deceived. I feel like maybe in your younger years, you kind of like took the brunt of some things where people maybe thought that they could take advantage of you in some ways. I, I, I don't really know how to describe this. It's like something about like in your younger years, maybe just kind of like as you grew older, you grew into having a more like confident view of yourself, kind of like, you know, of like gained just like a stronger backbone over time. Um, but basically like the position where you are now, just in life in general, is just that like, really like you can't be deceived like you know what's up you can see right through bullshit and that's kind of just like how you how you live your life and the people who you surround yourself with wouldn't even put you to to that kind of a test i see for for your love life things are i think very strong very stable and you have a lot of support with where you are right now yeah, that's definitely true. I can give you some context if you want, but yeah, I would say that's like super accurate. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I've been, yeah. uh, my, par- my partner and I, we've been married for eight years and okay, yeah. we're like I, really I good friends like, and like, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. My It's funny because like that part of my life is like a part where I don't like ignore it, but it's like, this is good. Like if I do the things that like we need to do to like maintain like good relationships and communication, like this is the part that is like the stress-free part generally. Exactly. I was going to say, it's almost like, it, it's almost like it doesn't need to take up too much space in your mind because it's just so natural. Like everything is just kind of like strong and good. So you don't have to worry about like fixing things or working on things because you guys are, you, you guys really just have a stable, like healthy relationship. And it's one that you can thoroughly just enjoy. Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. You're our first 
tarot practitioner that we've had on the podcast. So this yeah. is awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, this is so for cool. Being here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Of course. So I don't know if you want to start, Meg, or I can I can start. What did you think about your reading? Like, how did you feel like now that it's been a little bit? <laughs> it's so funny that Casey's here because it almost feels like we're giving you like, what is it? Like some sort of review like after a review. Like, like yeah. a job review or something like uh, five <laughs> out of five stars, obviously. I mean, <laughs> this is my, my live uh, Google review. I will, yeah. I will be taking notes. <laughs> Yeah. No, I thought you were great. I, I, you totally, you know, what's funny is like you hit on stuff that I didn't think was as big in my life, but after you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, this is obviously one of the biggest parts of things that's like happening to me at this moment. So you really mm -hmm. like, I don't know, it, it kind of refocused me to be like, okay, maybe don't let this thing I have literally no control over take up so much of my time and energy because yeah. it, apparently is so that was really cool and it, like I could see you getting emotional over stuff and that was like nice too, to be like oh yeah it does it is heavy a lot of the stuff that's happening so that was really cool I had a great time what about you Alyssa? yeah it was great my analytical brain like doesn't turn off like that's one of the things that <laughs> just part of what happens. I could tell yeah I, I, I could I could tell <laughs> <laughs> and so like so and what I would say is that like, I have recently started also practicing tarot or like using Oracle cards to like use as a meditation tool or like just a reflection or, you know, like, what do I focus on for today type thing. And so it was so great to just like, have you pull cards and like come up with your impressions and then be able to like connect them. Honestly, I didn't say a lot because a lot of what you said just like resonated really with me. And so I was just like, yeah, same page, like, great. <laughs> it was really like just that. affirming things that were like already yeah. happening or things that like, and, and some of the times when you were like, you know, I'm not sure what to see out of all this. I'm like, cause it's a big old mess right now. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, so I really like, it was just great to have another perspective from that instead of me using my own brain with like my own knowledge to be like, what are these cards saying to, to have that happen? And then also it like was really affirming in that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think also an interesting point that you made is that when you start practicing with different cards and kind of when you're learning um, about the meanings behind the cards. Um, it's important to not get too attached to the meanings that, you know, if, you know, within the booklet that, that the cards might come with, because that happened to me at first where I was like, really trying to like study the meanings. Cause if you buy, like I practice with the, um, the, the regular, like writer weight deck, it comes with a book where every card has like a ton of different meanings. And there are things like within the illustration that can mean different things. And, you know, it almost gives you too much information in, in, in my mm -hmm. opinion mm -hmm. to where like, you know, I would, when I first started practicing, I would do readings, I'd pull cards, but I would be like with my book the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, okay, well, it means this. Oh, well, actually it also means this. And um, Oh wait, it can also mean this too. So it's more so just like finding the balance between like understanding what, the general, the, the more general meanings of the cards are, um, but then paired with your intuition mm -hmm. and really just mm -hmm. kind of trusting your gut and trusting your first read on the card, like as you're going through. When you like, uh, when you were pulling cards, do you have a sense of like, okay, the first card I'm going to pull is like, like me, Casey thinking, okay, this is about house and home. Like, do you have a, a direct setup where you're like, okay, the first card is usually like, structured in this kind of context or is it like oh I pulled this kind of card this makes me think of this like is it more free form so when I do my readings um I lay them out in past present future and then as I pull more cards um pretty much just like where they lay in the in the layout of of the way that I lay my cards um it's, it's like all in chronological order but I don't necessarily think sometimes about where I'm laying the cards it kind of is just like emotion that just kind of happens naturally but there are times where maybe somebody was like asking a question about a specific point of the reading that I was on then I would kind of channel that 
then flip the card over with the intention in mind that it's going to, you know, further build upon the situation and, you know, give me more clarity and more details. So it really is, it kind of just depends on like what point of the reading that I'm at and who I'm reading, you know, every reading is totally different. I've never done two of the same readings. I would say the only time where I had a reading or readings that were like super similar were just because it was the same person, like within a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, if, if not much is happening, then and you're not going to get too different right. of a reading. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any stories from readings? So like either one where like it was like spooky accurate or you just, you were both overwhelmed with emotion, anything like that that's happened? Yeah. So the the one that comes to mind, I mean, I, I have, a, I have a few, I have a bunch mm-hmm. at this point, but, or I'm, I'm, I'm surprising myself still where I'm like how do I do this like Mm. (laughs) uh, like I don't even know sometimes but the one that sticks out to me the most was it was when I first started reading I first discovered that I could do this and I was out at a party with friends and well before the party I had given like you know like a few readings to the two friends I was with you know left my cards at their apartment and then went out to the party and I had met who is now one of my best friends, Holly. And that night was the first night I was like really meeting her. And the other friend that I was with was like, okay, um, like Holly really needs some insight. She's going through a tough time. She really needs like any kind of reading. Like, did you bring your cards with you? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I left them home. Like, oh, like, man, I wish I could do that. Like, you know. And she was kind of like, well, maybe you don't need your cards. And I'm like, maybe. I'm like, let's, let, let's read <laughs> it a little bit. Let me just kind of think on it a little bit more. So, you know, as the night went on, you know, and also I, I do feel that sometimes like when I'm drinking, I, I guess it's just because like, you know, my guard goes down. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, ah, let me read you. It's like, hmm, I can get into your brain real quick. But but really, so that's kind of what happened where, you know, I had been drinking and I was like, uh, like, you know what, let's give this a shot. So like, you know, the girls travel mm-hmm. to the bathroom in a pack like we always do. And I pretty much just start unveiling the like trauma that she had been going through Whoa. and like that she hadn't been able to kind of like release or talk about with anybody. I was incredibly spot on and it really just like, propelled her into just kind of like her her like first phase of recovering from from this you know horrible situation that she had been going through and it was like you know very emotional like Mm -hmm. we were both crying it was just like like very much like I like completely connect to you and I feel what you're going through this is horrible like but then at the same time, also giving her insight on like the, the conflict that she was going through, like the other person's point of view mm. and kind of giving her further insight on that and like really encouraging her to communicate with this person. And, you know, basically the advice that I had given her during our reading was 100% accurate. She was able to repair that relationship and move forward from it and take a lot of it with her. Like it, it just, it just wound up being exactly what she needed to hear at that time. And I truly had no idea what she was going through up until that moment. That I think is most special to me because it also symbolized, symbolizes to me um, like the beginning of a very, very good friendship Mm -hmm. of, you know, a a friend that I'm going to have with me for the rest of my life. And for it to also like be born that way was, it's just special, you know, it it makes this gift like that much more cool to me. Yeah, that's wild and like yeah. awesome. Like that's an awesome experience. And mm-hmm. I know I said affirming like a bunch of times, but I feel like probably also like affirming in lots of ways for all of you who are involved. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, especially if you were like newer to discovering and like exploring like your gift. Like yeah. having that happen and then being like, oh wow, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's it's funny because I mean obviously I use, I I use my gift for good. I like to help people. I like to naturally just kind of be a a caretaker in, in many ways. Um, but I feel like I'm doing, 
I, I feel like I'm doing something good. I'm doing something meaningful when I give people readings. Um, you know, it's, it, it's that positive affirmation. It's that, you know, kind of like instilling a little bit more confidence within them that like, I know is there, but might just be buried sometimes. Um, I was doing a ton of readings. I mean, I'm, I'm still doing them virtually, like over FaceTime and whatnot. Um, but in May, I had a bunch of like virtual readings that I was doing just because I wasn't working at the time and mm -hmm. I had all the time in the world. So a lot of the readings that I was doing, you know, especially I think just kind of being in the COVID mindset after the reading, people would say like, wow, like I already feel like my anxiety has just kind of like settled. I already feel a huge weight lifted off of me. Like I really need to hear those things. I feel so much better. Like, mm -hmm. and to me, hearing people say those things as a result of like the time that we spend together, like it, it makes, it makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like, like I'm using this gift for what it was intended to be. When you pull um, like a card and you can sense say like conflict or something, you're saying that not only can you sense like their feelings, but you kind of can t like tune into like what the other person is going through at that time too. Yeah. Yeah. It That's really depends. So cool. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> honestly, it's honestly wild. Like the things that I'm able to, to latch onto. And I mean, it, it's different for everybody because, and I, I know I've said this during our reading too, but like the more open you are as a person, the more clear of a read and more details I'm able to pull mm -hmm. from a read. Mm -hmm. um, but then, I mean, it also has to do with, you know, like the, the other people who I'm, who I'm kind of reading through you. Right. Like it's, it, it, it's very interesting. I, mm -hmm. I never really kind of thought about it in too much depth. I kind of just, sometimes I feel like I'm a vessel and okay. things mm -hmm. just kind of come out. Mm -hmm. And then after the reading, I'm like, oh God, well, I hope that was true. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I really hope so. I hope I'm not just spewing bullshit here, which I really right. don't ever think that I am. But that's mm -hmm. also why I like to keep my reading so conversational is because mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm pulling from these cards. Does that make sense? Right. Because, you know, I, I like to, I like to give my read, but I also, um, appreciate like some sort of reaction sometimes because sometimes like it's not an accurate read and people are just like no I, I don't really know and then I'm like okay well let's move on let's pull some other things in some other areas mm -hmm. and then it's like oh I was pulling somebody else through you like <laughs> it's, there are like it could be like their partner or their family member or mm -hmm. someone that they're close with that like you know, the conflict is, is, you know, taking up like, you know, another person's conflict is taking up so much space in, in their mind and their soul that like, it's seeping through mm. to, to my reading as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really interesting. And I mean, there have been sometimes with friends where it's like, I mean, and, and here's where it turns out to be like a wonderful gift for me because sometimes I'll get friends readings and even though it's things that like we've told them a million times before, don't do this. <laughs> don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't let shitty guys treat you poorly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, see, even the cards are saying it. <laughs> Will you listen <laughs> and now? it's just like reinforcement. It's like, girl, mm -hmm. come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, it's even in your cards. So I'm like, see, so I'm not even just saying it. Like, yes, I'm saying it because I'm your friend and I love you, but also the cards are saying it too. So you better listen. Mm -hmm. So That's it's a awesome. nice like tactic to use with my friends like that too. Because <laughs> I'm also just like, you can't lie to me. You yeah. can't lie to me because they literally know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there have been times where I've like just, you know, texted my girlfriends where I'm like, what's going on? Oh, nothing, you know, same old. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure nothing's happening? I just want to check in on you because I couldn't send, you know, like my my spidey senses that I got. You remember those? Mm -hmm. And then they're kind of like, oh, 
Yeah, I know. You got me. I'm like, I know I got you, so don't bother lying to me. <laughs> You're like, I can't get over this until you get over this. So yeah, we'll exactly. deal with this now. <laughs> exactly. Did you um tap into this before you started reading? Did like the cards help bring this out of you, or did this like kind of naturally happen? You were maybe naturally drawn to the cards at some point. You picked them up and then the, it kind of came together. Like, how did that process happen for you? So the way that I tapped into this um, is very interesting. It's an emotional story for me. It's something that I like keep very close to my heart and also just like makes this gift that much more special to me. So in 20 and in the end of 2016, I, I went through losing my aunt and my grandpa within within five days. And it was like such, you know, obviously an emotional, like horrible experience. I had never gone through, you know, that great of loss in such a short amount of time. And it really like, you know, of course, like really, really affected me. So this was in December of 2016. Um, in January of 2017, my grandma, so on, on the same side of the family, had suddenly passed away as well. And this was like not even a month between the first set of losses. So it was just really like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, so the, the night before my grandma passed away, I was driving home from my parents' house back to my apartment and I was on the turnpike and literally just a wave of emotion, like washed over me to the point where I had to pull over on the turnpike because I was just like sobbing and just like hyperventilating like oh my god like I feel so terrible right now but it literally was just out of nowhere and I was just like oh you know what like I've gone through so much I'm sure that this is just a way for me to you know like just be processing all the loss that I've gone through like I've gone through a lot I just you know sometimes sometimes your body is ahead of your mind in that way and you know you just need to no, let that happen. So the next night around the same exact time was when my sister had texted me that my grandma passed away. And I was just like, oh my God, that was, that was my nanny telling me what was happening. Like the, the way that I felt in that moment didn't feel like I was just like going through something and then like, you know, like, like getting emotional because of it. It truly was like, after that moment, I realized like, oh my God, like she was like telling me what was happening and was, was giving me a warning of what was happening. So, you know, that was, that was back in January, 2017 and few months had passed by and I was just like hanging out with a friend we were like tunnels where we were like what do we want to do today like nothing too <laughs> strenuous let's go to the psychic let's just let's just go to one so we find a psychic that's just nearby we go to her and she winds up spending like an hour and a half with me just telling me like you know that you have a gift right like you know basically telling me like you know judith ann is coming through judith ann is my grandmother Judith Ann is coming through telling me that like, since she passed on, you have her abilities. Her abilities have been since passed wow. on to you. You've always been like open to them. You've always been intuitive. You've always had this like disability, but now that she's passed on, you've pretty much inherited her. Whoa. Her wow. So yeah. So I'm like, no. like like you're screwing with me like what's Mm. what's this so then I practiced with her for a bit um she wound up kind of taking advantage of me though I don't doubt her abilities um but she wanted me to like pay into her like training me but honestly I like learned more from reddit than I did (laughs) so like you know that's also something that I like to tell people when they're you know diving into um diving into spirituality is that like you, you you have all the tools that you need you don't need to pay into somebody else to train you like you can train yourself um but yeah but with that so what I kind of started doing for myself was um 
was going to different psychics and getting readings done and seeing, you know, number one, if they would pick up on, on my abilities and number two, how they read. So I would kind of like pay close attention to how they were reading with their cards to like look at different, um, different techniques that they're using and stuff. Um, I'd watch a lot of like YouTube videos and, and kind of learn that way. But, but in terms of like figuring out that the cards were something for me, um, I would say that kind of just like came naturally. Like I kind of just thought that, um, that it would be a good way to, to kind of like exercise this gift and it's worked out pretty well. And it's something (laughs) that I enjoy too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you tried any other divination tools like scrying or pendulums or anything like that? I do have a few pendulums. Um, really I can only kind of get like yes or no out of them. Um, and those I will use those. I, I will use the pendulum a lot when I'm doing cross readings. So I've done cross readings with my friend, Julia. Julia is a good friend of mine. She lives in LA. So we do most of our readings over FaceTime, even pre COVID. So that's just, you know, we, we've been ahead of the game there. Wait, but, what's a cross reading? So she is also spiritual. So we will both give each other readings. Okay. Got it. And we'll both kind of like connect on certain things. And like, there have been times where like, you know, she's, she has a lot more of, um, like she, she, she has more like medium abilities. Like I really don't have medium abilities. There are only some times where I felt people come through and like have me give them like give somebody a message, which has also just been wild. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, how? <laughs> like, so she, she, she has more of like a medium connection and, and she is able to connect with spirit guides really well through, um, through using a pendulum. Um, so I find that my pendulum work is most accurate when I'm working with her. I think uh, also I might just be, be like feeding off of her energy in those ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also I mean like I mean I have my pendulum right here I mean I, I can show Ooh. you guys but oh yeah so I have a rose quartz crystal on the bottom of it nice but yeah I mean like th- this is kind of more I think like for like quick readings and whatnot like when I've been like out with friends you know so it always happens like at a bar or something when they're like <laughs> you know like is so-and-so going to get back together with me? And, you know, really, I could just be like, no. But, like, <laughs> also, like, <laughs> you know, like, no, I'll let the pendulum take care of it, you know, and I'll like demo it out for them to be like, look, I will literally put my elbow on the table. I'm not moving it. Like, you know, mm. ask it questions. And it'll, it, again, it's another thing that I really just can't explain. Yeah. But like, I mean, there have been some wild things. Like I've like known that friends of mine have been pregnant, like things like that. Like, yeah, that's crazy, crazy shit. Like, (laughs) have you ever known my friends are having babies? No. Okay. No. No. That's good. They did. They did know. They just hadn't told me Mm -hmm. yet at that at that stage, and I was literally like having dreams and waking up and being like, why do I feel like I'm pregnant? (laughs) Like, I know, like, I know I'm not pregnant, but like, why do I feel like this? I would literally tell one of my friends and she had already known. She was like, oh, no, I don't don't know. I have no idea why you're thinking that. No. And then like, you know, when, when the news was, uh, was shared with us to be like oh my god so when you were saying that you thought you were pregnant <laughs> I was freaking out because I didn't want to spoil it <laughs> so there's like funny things like that happen too nice. have you ever like accidentally read something and it was like a burden you're like oh now yes. I know this thing and I don't want it uh, I didn't want yes. this yeah I had read I had read my boss at one point Oof. he's like he's like super chill I'm like still very close with him mm-hmm. but he had like just moved in with his boyfriend and I was giving a reading and I just had to skip through a whole portion that was like, this relationship is ending sooner than you think. Oh, and no. 
it was just not working out. And I was just like, ah, okay, yeah. So like, I also have like a good way of like not sharing those things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And like, and it's also kind of just like a part of following my intuition based on like, if I do see something negative that comes up, like, like knowing when to share and when to not share it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there are things that, you know, you just kind of feel that um, the person needs to come to the conclusion on their own and on their own time and kind of like go through their own lessons. But then there are other times where it's like, you should maybe know this information to protect yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, it, it all, I mean, so much of it just depends on the reading and the person and the situation, but sometimes I'm able to be like, you know, there's somebody in your life who may, you, you know, you, you might just be kind of better off with like letting go. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, that's but it's tough. also hard to, it, it's also hard to tell somebody that, mm-hmm. I mean, but it's easier to tell somebody that when you don't know the person and you don't know the situation. So yeah, yeah like, for sure. if I truly don't know who this is, like, of course it's going to be easier for me to say, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like this person seems like a really toxic person in your life. And you definitely should like free yourself of the things that don't serve you because this person clearly doesn't serve you and they're holding you back in many ways. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like to tell it kind of straight in those senses. And then, you know, I leave the decision-making up to the person. Like that's, I mean, it's ultimately going to be their decision. So. Yeah, I know you mentioned it before our readings, but just so our listeners have some context, you mentioned that you're an intuitive empath. Can you give us some context for that? Yeah, so I am an intuitive empath. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's that's what I believe. You know, I guess definitions vary based on based on whatever you believe. But um, the way that I like to describe myself in my readings is that you know I have kind of like two main abilities that I tap into um kind of in tandem and the first part is being intuitive I mean I'm, I'm very much like trusting with with my gut I kind of just have a greater insight onto things um, and follow my intuition through readings and then there's also the empathic side where I'm able to actually channel your energies and take on your feelings and take on your struggles and kind of you know take the two and you know, combine them together to lay out your story and Mm. gather details as I go through my readings. And then also, I I guess this is part of, part of being an empath, but, um, you know, I don't have to think too much about it anymore, but when I first started practicing, um, I was looking into, um, like the meanings of different chakras and Mm. kind of like, you know, like that practice, because where I get my feelings will be in different chakras. So, you know, like if there's something that is going on with, you know, I mean, I, I guess like, like a, you know, a, a love life or a relationship or something like, you know, those feelings will be kind of deep in your heart chakra. Things like, you know, career moves and kind of like life changes are going, are going to be more in like your solar plex, like, and I'll kind of feel it there, like below my sternum. But it'll kind of just be like, it's, it's hard to explain it, but like, you know, kind of like balls of energy that I just kind of feel within different chakras in my body, which also can help me decide, um, not decide, but kind of like channel where, like where the reading should be focused on at that point. That's awesome. That makes a ton of sense. Like, since that's Mm -hmm. what you experience, like that, I think that naturally like makes sense with those correspondences. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a lot at first, but it's like fun to be able to like now kind of put all those tools together, like use all those tools in tandem without having to really think twice about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I had done tons and tons and tons of readings on friends of mine and like friends of friends, just like within the first, I guess like the first three years of, of reading. This is the first year that I've solicited my services to people that I don't know and like on Instagram and whatnot. Instagram is really just where I like advertise this just because like, I don't know, like my, my, my friends will want to do it and then they share it with their friends and then their friends will want to do it. It's kind of just like that. I like kind of keeping it small 
the way that it is and just kind of like you know having it spread by like word of mouth just because it can be like an emotional thing especially like for me too like I can only do so many readings in in a day and in a setting because it it can be pretty draining to me too so yeah you mentioned before too when you were uh we were having a different conversation but you mentioned that you've learned to try to like turn it off when you need to when you have other things going on like can you talk a little bit about that yes so this is something that I definitely encourage anybody who is practicing you know being spiritual in any kind of way is to practice cleansing yourself and practice like protection what like while meditating you're always going to want to light white candles whenever you're practicing white candles will like protect the space that you're in ward away negative energy and ward away any kind of like unwelcome like unwelcoming um spirits to your reading and you definitely just want to like practice protection as much as you can because when i first started i would get so overwhelmed and so like it truly just felt like I was like, just like bottling up just like balls of energy and just like, oh my God, like I, I can't think straight because I'm just so stressed, but I'm like, I don't have anything going on that's like, should be stressing me out. But then it's like, ah, like I'm taking on the energies of a million people around me. Mm-hmm. Like I, like no wonder why I'm like, like drowning. <laughs> like, <laughs> why I feel like I'm drowning. So I really just started practicing um, while meditating real like just protection spells and really just manifesting that there's like you know a a a white orb surrounding me or you know you take selenite and which is just like a big chunk of crystal and really just use it as if it's an eraser and you know Hmm. kind of like rub it around your body type of thing to cleanse yourself you know it's, it's something that you have to practice but something that is really really important because you don't want to, you, you don't want to drain all, all of, all, like all of your energy. You don't want to drain yourself. So, so yeah. So there are times where I can kind of just like turn it off. And if I want to tap into it, then I can, but it's something that you definitely need to practice because I didn't at first. Dang. And I would like, I, I would like have nightmares and stuff. Like I, uh. I would like seep into my dreams. It would be like, <laughs> and then I'd be like, Oh my God, is this a vision or is this just a nightmare? Like, yeah. which which could get scary. So that like, at first kind of deterred me from wanting to practice it. Cause I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this. This is, mm-hmm. this is kind of creepy. This is kind of like, like, I, I didn't feel like I had control, but now mm. I do. So, <laughs> control is always achievable. <laughs> so you mentioned seeing, well, not seeing, but passing on messages from past loved ones. Have you ever sensed, this is going to be a crazy question but have you ever sent something evil or like negative or some some sort of negative energy attached to a person thankfully no okay that's and good I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that it's because I've practiced so many like so much protection at this point mm-hmm. I think I was like scarred in the beginning and then I was like oh my god no got rid of it yeah <laughs> but I do have a really really like lovely story to share about about passing on messages a good friend of mine um who also happened to be a spin instructor whose class I would take all the time she her dad had passed away um I believe quite a few years back but a few months ago well in you know in the before times I was taking a class of hers and I was like right almost like right next to her in the class and the, so if like in this big class, like the second to last song is usually like, you know, like the instructor kind of like takes the time to like spread some words of encouragement and like instill some positivity in the class. Like really just be like very encouraging and share some like really kind words. Um, and she had shared like a struggle that she was going through, but then how she's like overcoming it and stuff. And I, my eyes just welled up. And I just like started crying. I mean, like it's all it's dark in there, so nobody saw me. So it was like fine. Like, I mean, crying in spin class is a different thing. We can talk about that another day. But <laughs> like, 
but I was just like getting so emotional because I was like, oh my goodness, her father is so proud of her. He is like, like needs her to know that like he sees her achievements. He sees like, like everything she's accomplishing. He is there rooting her on like always. So like, you know, like after the class lights come up, she's standing there and I'm like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, she's like, what's going on? I'm like, your dad. I'm like, your dad is with me right now. And he's like telling you that he's here for you and like proud of you and all this stuff. And we're both just like sobbing and hugging. And she's just like, I needed to hear that so badly. Oh and it gosh. was like, it, it wound up being like a week before like the anniversary of his death. Oh. And it was just like, like truly like, ugh. I don't know. I, I like that's crazy. I'm getting, I'm getting all like emotional thinking about it. Like, oh, like it's like you know, even just like simple messages like that are just they they, they they're super meaningful. They mean yeah. a lot, and I'm just like I'm I'm so happy that I can that I can pass those on. Yeah, you know, like it's 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 truly a gift. It mm-hmm. truly is. That's such an awesome story. Mm-hmm. I would love us to end the the interrogation portion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like You've that just, Oh, that's just like such a good feel good moment. Mm-hmm. We before we wrap up, we wanted to talk about two other things. Yeah, we want to talk about you as an artist because um, you have a new album coming out, or it's I out. Do. Yeah, tell I us do. about it's, it. It's it's coming out soon. I'm actually about to finish it this weekend. I finished recording it. Yay! It does not have a name yet. That's something that I'm still procrastinating on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I'm I'm a singer songwriter. I've been doing this for, God, like 15 years now, which seems insane. <laughs> it just makes me feel really old. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a singer songwriter. I kind of do like a acoustic indie pop sort of stuff. Um, and this is going to be my first EP that I'm doing completely full band. So that's really, really exciting. I had my boyfriend, George play on it. My roommate, Dennis, a good friend of mine, Mateo, who I, I met through my best friend, Jenna, who, um, who I used to have like an acoustic duo with in high school. And it's just, I'm, I'm so, I'm so proud of it already. I cannot wait to put it out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, it's going to be on, on Spotify, Apple music, pretty much anywhere where you stream your music these days. I think it also goes to YouTube. I just kind of upload it all at the same time and then Mm. it, it pushes out. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I have two singles out right now from the, from the EP drift and stay and, uh, yeah, you can you can listen to those wherever you'd like to stream your music. We were just talking about Stray because that's the one that I like listened to first. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. We're so really much. excited to hear it once like the whole EP's out. So yeah, yeah definitely. Pretty pretty soon. I mean, a little bit of a bummer that I can't do like a like an EP release show type of thing. But you know what? It'll it'll happen. Yeah, definitely. It, It'll happen one day. It'll be something Outdoors nice in a pumpkin patch. Socially distanced. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is the energy that I want to be, like, caring for sure. <laughs> well, that's excellent. Congratulations. Pre-congratulations. Yes. We're excited thank to hear you. it. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. For it's those listeners big deal. now, go subscribe to Casey on Spotify or wherever else so that way mm-hmm. you can get the download or get it notified of it when it's ready to go. Yeah, follow me on Spotify and you will get an email when um, when it's about to drop or or I think like on Friday. I know like a few friends of mine have like screenshotted like when they get their like new music Friday or like radar release, like um, like emails, like I'm on it. I'm like, cool, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome. I, one of the things we also wanted to mention before you go is that we, I can speak for myself only, but um, it was great having a reading and I know mm-hmm. that you're open to if people are interested in connecting for a reading, if there's space on your dance card that you'd be open to them contacting you. So what's the best way for people to reach out if they're interested in having a reading done by you? Yeah. I mean, I think Instagram is definitely the easiest. Um, my handle is Casey like Daisy. It's Casey spelled like 
Daisy. <laughs> so Casey like Daisy on Instagram. We'll put it in the <laughs> just, show notes. Uh, just shoot me a message and um and and I'll and I'll get back to you. We nice. have to schedule something. Okay. Yeah, and like uh, you know if like whatever your level of comfort is, like you don't have to share like your phone number with me or anything. You can just do a video like right over Instagram because Instagram has like oh, a video wow. chat feature, which nice. is which I've I've only just found out about through readings um so yeah it could be over that over facetime zoom whatever you feel comfortable with and then so subscribe to uh subscribe to casey on i was gonna say daisy (laughs) spotify follow on instagram is there anywhere else that people should follow you do you have a different instagram for your music or is it all one nope it's all one nice nice Mm -hmm. Well, great. Meg, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter or uh, Instagram, Meg Gets Money. Uh, gets spelled G-O-E-T-Z. Be awesome. Nice. And you can follow me on the things at Alyssa Truz. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Cool. Yeah, well, thanks, Casey. This was yeah, great. Yeah, of course. This, this was, was awesome. so much fun. It yeah. was so great talking to you guys.
find us all the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rondell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.